0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Places call. All right, everybody, back to one. Standby, lights one, and sound one.
1: Camera speeding, audio speeding. Lights and sound, go. And action.
0: Hey there. Uh, Welcome to the first official full episode Um, for Pretend World's Real People.
1: Big one. F- first one. Big first one. one.
0: Big one, first one.
1: It's a little nerve-wracking.
0: Is it? Uh, I mean
1: I I I have to answer the questions for this one.
0: That's true, yes. And you today, get to ask them. <laughs> today we are interviewing Tyler. Um we thought, you know, we'd talk a little bit more about ourselves before we started talking about other people because we're both narcissists and you know oh, yeah. we're, functional. we're the, yeah. <laughs> functional <laughs> functional. Excellent. Um but yeah, no, I think this is this is great. This is fun. Um do you wanna just jump right in?
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll just let everyone know that I'm in front of the camera, so this will be this perspective, right? And then Stephanie's will be more of the crew management behind the camera production basis, right? The bigger portion. This is the very shallow, superficial. Oh, stop. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> you're a dime a dozen in this town, honey. <laughs> sort of interview. <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> no. So what this is gonna be is that yes. Tyler is an actor. He does film, TV stuff, work. Uh, And so he is going to share uh, about what that experience is like for him. Um, And yeah, so I guess we'll just jump right off and um, tell us about yourself, what you do, all that fun stuff.
1: Well, uh, for those of you who don't know yet, my name is Tyler. Uh, Last name to be continued. (laughs) But
0: I, you don't have a you don't have a screen name stage actor name that you. Uh,
1: it was Tyler Phoenix Dark. Uh, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, we
0: forgot to mention that he's porn actor is really what he soft no, just, porn. just kidding. Just I just kidding. did the
1: lotion stuff. Oh god. Uh, oh so man. I'm a... Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry, mom. Uh, I'm a local Colorado actor mm-hmm. and have been for. Gosh, uh, about nine or so years. Uh, Also, just went back into the fitness industry to work as a personal trainer, uh, which, you know, in this industry, as an actor, you're either a bartender or you work at a gym. So, there's, you know, a nice little switchover we've had. So, now I'm, uh, I guess, going back to what I started with. I started out in TV and film, but now I'm switching over into motion capture. And performance capture, which work, means which is more so like Schmiegel or Gollum from um, I almost said A League of Their Own, <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Rings. Ah!
0: Ah! Oh my god! I, I mean, I like A League of Their Own, um, and I don't even like football. But if Gollum had been in fucking A League of Their Own, that would have made it a thousand times better.
1: Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so that kind of stuff doing. On camera performances and uh, doing some video game performances, so that is next on my plate.
0: Love it. Okay. Um. So let's dive in a little bit more mm-hmm. specifics about. Okay, what are the things you've done on screen? What mm. is it that you're required to do, especially being on set? Like, what are are there rehearsals? Are there? Mm. Um, is it just you show up? You're given a script they tell you stand over there and you do a thing or, you know, like, what's the, what is the nitty gritty and the day to day of, but after, well, we've kind of talked about if you haven't listened to our trailer, listen to our trailer, but, um, you know, we talked a little bit about like how actors have to audition all the time Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I don't know if you want to kind of restate that and then go into when you get it, when you book a gig.
1: Yeah. So before you get the gig, you... (laughs) either get a phone call or email from an agent or you have gone to the black hole of Craigslist uh, auditions.
0: I don't
1: suggest you do that. Uh. Uh, (laughs) But initially you, for an audition, you know, you, you rehearse, whether it's a commercial or a scene and uh, you, at least currently now you have to send in a self tape. So you'll have somebody read for you or you'll do a monologue, record that with your phone or a video camera, send that in and see if you book the gig. Now, it, most of the time, you won't get a job right off the bat if you are booked. You will get a callback, uh, which is a secondary audition where you'll go in, they'll have the director or the producer there to kind of take a look at you, give you some other stuff to do. Uh, if it's more of a commercial or something that we call industrial, where you'll work for, say, you know a day, two days, they really don't care. So they'll just cast you... <laughs> Either on the spot or you'll hear about it about an hour later from from your agency. So uh, the audition process is something I definitely think we should dive into as a whole at some point because it's still changing now, especially with COVID.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but say, say you, you book a job. Say you book a commercial, which I've done quite a few. That is... For what? Uh, <laughs> nothing anyone would know. Uh, but industrial... Well, you don't
0: know who's listening.
1: Oh, so there's a... It was an industrial insulation commercial I did last yeah. spring with, <laughs> with my current agency. Where I... It was a lot of fun. It was hot. Super hot. Did you actually
0: have to pretend like you were putting insulation into
1: something? Not until the end of the day, which oh. was interesting. Most of the day I was in full-on thick construction jacket, denim... Uh, steel-toed boots, and I'm jumping up and down uh, off of a, a truck full of insulation. It was so it, it was like the Jason Bourne of insulation Weird. And I still haven't seen the final product. Was it
0: a local company or it, was
1: it like a national? I think thing? it's it's regional, so okay. a couple of states, but it's only digital.
0: Oh, so, interesting. Uh,
1: I, I've done that. I've done. Um, they do a lot of industrial shoots and video for you know, interior training sessions for uh-huh. like Whole Foods or uh, Chick-fil-A. I've done a lot of those types of, oh, cool. types of things, but my, uh, <laughs> biggest,
0: please tell me accomplishment... you've been in a training video for like anti-sexual harassment and stuff.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to readjust I, and listen. I, <laughs> I did a couple of videos with, with a guy, a great director named Stephen Fedano, uh, Steven Vedano. I think is on Instagram. I'll have to look for him. But we did two PSAs. One was a sort of you know, don't drink in high school, be responsible PSA that I <laughs> <laughs> I I left work. This was like seven years ago. Left work at Target in the produce section. Drove all the way down to Monument, which is oh my about goodness, an hour and a uh, half
0: away. Did you drive from Thornton? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we live north of Denver in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monument, Colorado Springs is an hour and a half drive from where we are, yeah.
1: I had to do like a night party shoot there and then drive back. I think I was awake for probably 27 hours. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: It was was terrible, but the project itself was meant to say, hey. It's shown in high schools. They say, hey, one, you know, be responsible, don't do drugs, don't drink. Uh, And I played the villain in that, which was uh, just super weird because I was pretty anorexic looking around that time interesting i wasn't eating i was down to 160 and i was just a skeleton
0: uh and for those of you who don't know tyler he is a nice uh as he said personal trainer so he's a very fit young man that is not skinny but you know fit thicker than a Sta- oh, uh, <laughs> uh
1: so yeah i have done uh, those types of projects another one was uh a, a psa for um just like Mm anti-drugs anti-bullying i've done a lot of those projects oh so i've done a lot of industrial stuff
0: there's gonna be like a young 14 year old kid that looks at you and doesn't do drugs or looks at you and goes screw you nerd and totally (laughs) does drugs
1: (laughs) i think they'll look at me and go that guy doesn't know how much fun he's missing (laughs) so i've done a lot of things like that and the most I guess well-known project i've been involved in was a movie called wind river yeah i I was hoping we'd get to this yeah i figure we'll just get to that like right off the bat because that was going back to what an audition is and what that means to an actor usually uh, i mean i'm sure you've seen it too your nerves are are racked when you can see either hey you're getting a national commercial you're getting a theater run for eight months uh this was just a feature and i was a huge fan of Taylor Sheridan, who's the director. Uh, Taylor, if you're listening to this, please hire me for Yellowstone. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I recorded my first audition tape in a kitchen in the middle of a loft in Denver.
0: Oh, man. It's
1: horrible. Yeah. Horrible audition tape. Sent that in. Didn't think anything would happen. And I think it took about a month and a half before I got a phone call from my previous That's agent.
0: crazy to yeah. me.
1: They, they said, I know we kind of thought, you know, they went with somebody else, but they want you for a callback in Park City this weekend. So my, uh, also, Mom, if you're listening to this, you know I love you. You're my hero because I wouldn't be able to do this job if it wasn't for her.
0: Uh-huh. She
1: drove me out. Wow. Uh, I guess we both drove out to Park City.
0: How far away is that from here?
1: That is, it's on the eastern side of Utah. like oh in Oh my mountains. goodness. Yeah, Oof. so we drove... I think we drove overnight to a hotel wow. in Salt Lake, stayed there, slept for three or four hours, woke up, and then drove back to Park City. Which wow. is... So we went a little further out, yeah. hotel, and then back to Park City in the morning for the callback that was filled with like, Twilight-looking guys. Oh, man. So they had all these like, male models saying, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll just get this gig. You know, I just wanted to, to do my best. And yeah. I had no idea. When I walked in, unbeknownst to me, Taylor Sheridan is standing there. He said, hey, Tyler, right? Nice to meet you. We're, we're just going to do the same thing you and did in the audition. I I a little and bit, right? I, 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 I <laughs> think I farted a little bit. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, <laughs> right when I walked in, so the air pushed it all out. Oh, perfect. But, uh, yeah, sat down for that audition, did my few lines. There's only one line on the mm-hmm. final product. Like In the shooting script, there's only one line I had. But there is a few more before that and it felt great i'm just glad i I got to meet him got in the car my mom asked me how it went and i told her it went well but i don't think i'm gonna get it because there's all these like hunky dudes over there uh then you fast forward i'd say a week Mm -hmm. maybe and i'm getting a call saying they want you for wind river that's awesome can you be in utah in the next you know week two weeks for uh, i think it was a four-day shoot nice and i just lost my mind yeah. So that's that's the most notable project i've been involved so in.
0: for those people who haven't seen it actually myself included um i know i'm a terrible person but i do want to see it but tyler <laughs> has told me he doesn't like watching himself on film so now oh, i gotta God, try to no. watch it when he's not in the house um but tell <laughs> tell people like what was that movie about what like just the basics
1: yeah the the basis of that movie Surrounds a murder mystery involving a native girl within the Wind River Reservation that local police don't have Mm -hmm. enough sort of funding to Mm -hmm. look after. There's obviously signs that something went wrong Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just a straight death. Mm -hmm. So it falls onto uh, this sort of wildlife specialist played by Jeremy Renner and an FBI agent played by Elizabeth Olsen to look into the case themselves and just try to figure out who killed her, nice. why she died. Yeah. And it does a fantastic job and it's done a fantastic job putting out this very ignored demographic. Right. Cause there are so many native crimes that are never yes. solved. They're completely totally. ignored.
0: Yeah. Uh, if anybody's a true crime listener. You, you you're very yeah. much aware of the number of, especially indigenous women that go missing yeah. and it's are murdered, horrible. but, um, just in general. Yeah. So that's yeah. really cool. I mean, it's one of the reasons I do definitely want to watch the movie.
1: Um, it's defi- it's a pertinent movie that unfortunately when it was released, the Weinstein thing happened, yeah. and since he had the distribution rights, they, they had since amended it and it's fixed and he's not uh, or his company's not involved with it anymore but I think that's why it wasn't seen as much as it sure. should have been sure, uh, but that's such a bummer yeah, it's such an important movie and I'm so glad I, I was able to work on it uh, yeah, it, it's I've only seen it twice and i'm sure i'll watch it again mm-hmm. in the next couple of years but it's definitely one of those movies that hits you mm-hmm. and then you need to either take a shower or uh-huh. cry for a little <laughs> bit oh, and then just kind of yeah. shake it off and yeah. uh just just remember it there's there's things like this happening out there yeah and they need to be acknowledged so definitely. i'm very thankful that, that movie brought that into the spotlight
0: good i love that and um you know, uh, something we had mentioned in our trailer earlier this morning, but something that's really important to both of us with this podcast in general is is to highlight the stories of people that we'll label poor but passionate. Um, where you know, uh, like Tyler said, he's a doctor, but he works as a physical trainer, personal trainer, um, you know, to m- make the day to day money and the rent and all that stuff. Because uh, as much as I like him, if he doesn't pay rent, he's out the house. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what was it like for you as someone who's kind of still building up their career and, and, you know, figuring out what it is they want to do to work with people like Jeremy Renner and, um, and you know, like be in that kind of environment.
1: I'd say it's more surreal than anything. I I know other actors who get really shy or they get maybe overly confident Mm -hmm. and just want to talk to those people all the time. For me, it was a huge learning experience. Okay. There was, I remember there was one take we had. We had about 28 takes of the same shot. And there was one take where my, <laughs> my co-star, Martin Sensmeyer. Martin, you're you're super awesome. He's from uh, Magnificent Seven, Westworld. Okay, World. cool. Very uh, cool. I believe he's playing Jim Thorpe here pretty soon. Oh. He, super talented guy. And he taught me a lot on set. But <laughs> we were running down these icy steps. I'm dressed in, in Vans. Uh, super safe it's in like (laughs) 10 degree weather so we're going down the steps and i slip uh he trips over me and i think renner kind of stumbles back and instead of going with the scene i got up and checked on martin because that's just the kind of person i am uh that's one of those moments that's always going to haunt me later on he just said hey man good shot but just go with it don't worry about me i'm good uh working with with jeremy he was very professional and super accommodating I yeah mean, at that point he had his daughter with him on set okay. so he wasn't cool. around a whole lot right so i hung out with uh um you know, my, my buddy tokala who plays another uh unfortunately we played meth heads mm-hmm. in a trailer mm-hmm. <laughs> so i hung out with him hung out with graham green elizabeth olsen and all of us just we, we just bullshit that's awesome all day in this freezing trailer
0: but you did get beat up by jeremy renner oh
1: god yeah yeah,
0: for the for the for the movie, not because bad things happen, but ah, uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I, no, uh, getting beat up by who you know I grew up watching as Hawkeye uh-huh. and Jem from the town. I don't think I could have been any happier. That <laughs> moment. I went after we wrapped. I went home. I had a, a huge and severe sprain on my radial tendon on my left arm. I had a huge cut in my chin. Now it's like a Harrison Ford scar. Nice. Uh, yep. When I got clocked during rehearsal, and I had a you know a few different tears here and there, but it felt great. Yeah. I got beat up by an Avenger. That's like, awesome. This is yeah, that's so fair. cool. I love that. Uh, yeah, but working with those people and uh, even going to Sundance after it mm-hmm. released, seeing everybody and talking to them, they're just they're just people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Honestly, totally. Like
1: walking up to Michael Pena, shaking his hand. Yeah. And and um. Taboo from Black eyed Peas.
0: Oh, nice. It gave me a high
1: five, and it was just one of those weird. Th- yeah, Where yeah, yeah. am I? Yeah. This is ridiculous. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'd say if you're on set and you're working with people like that, don't think of it as, oh my God, they're a huge stars. Sure. You know, if they want to talk to you, they'll talk to you. Right. Some of them are just, like, you know, their method. Right. People don't want to talk to you outside of right, right, your right, actions. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, so. That's super cool. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so good. I'm glad, I mean, um, we got a fun story in first, but mm. you kind of mentioned, so there is a rehearsal before, or is that only for certain things? Like, what's some of the technicalities of, you? Know, okay, so you got the gig, you mm-hmm. went in for that callback, yeah. they booked you, you had to go back again, then what?
1: So, for that, it was... Uh, we're talking about Wind River, we right? Yeah, so, I yeah, mean... Yeah. but or at you least compare, like going through the com- process. Yeah, it makes to sense. other stuff. Uh, surprisingly, since I didn't have... Like, our scene was more kinetic than anything. Sure. So the rehearsals we had were, were very physical. Okay. Since we only had a few lines. So the... Uh, I guess the prep for the scene itself didn't start until we got to set. Okay. You know, we looked over the scripts, everything was fine. But Taylor wanted to do everything sort of in that environment. Mm-hmm. So you knew, okay or at least for me, if I leapt off of this last step, I can jump into Jeremy's shovel swing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: sell it a little bit more. Got it. Uh, surprisingly, there wasn't a whole lot of rehearsal because he wanted it to feel frantic. Sure, and sure, sure. when you see the actual film, it yeah. does seem that way. Yeah. You know, it doesn't seem like they're they're kind of going through the motions. It
0: wasn't choreographed. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I've worked on some commercials where it is heavily rehearsed. And I want to make sure they get it done quick. Yeah. I've done teleprompter work that isn't rehearsed. I don't know what any of the words are until I'm reading it.
0: Wow! And there
1: was a project I had recently this year where I, I'm a, I'm a, I hate bad grammar and oh, punctuation. No. Well, I know you're yeah, the same way too. I am. So when you're reading it out loud and you're trying to sell it through a teleprompter, I can't physically just skip over that and go with it. <laughs> so there were there were a few cuts where I said, "Guys, we gotta." That's just, it's going to mess up the flow because there are seven paragraphs I have to read. Yeah. And there's these two or three parts that make no sense whatsoever. That's so
0: funny. That's reminding me, I mean, it's, it's kind of the opposite, but that um, moment in Hollywood, that Netflix, the Netflix show oh, yeah. where the guy, like, can't, is auditioning <laughs> and he cannot get his lines correct. <laughs> and he just keeps saying the wrong thing. That's so funny.
1: It's, it, I mean, the, the whole thing, it's just prep. Yeah. You know, do you have enough time to prep? Is everyone else prepped? So for smaller, I've noticed smaller projects, the rehearsal is just incredible. Yeah. I did a short film called likeable last summer and we did a lot of onset rehearsal and a lot of sort of nuance construction to develop our characters. And that was directed by uh, Woody Roseland who uh, is a local director and, and one of the funniest guys ever. He looks like no ho Hank from Barry. Uh huh. Uh, I think he did the voice for us a couple of times, but he's just a fantastic guy. Um, on those sets, it was very relaxed and, I don't want to say ad-libbed, but more of a, you know, try to feel your character. Sure, sure, Try, sure. To, try to pop into it. Okay. So there's definitely a huge difference between, you know, industrial uh, short films yeah. and feature films. Yeah. Where feature films are like a huge machine with a bunch of these little cogs. right then they just want to get a final product that looks great. Right. The um, industrials are, you know, we're going to get this done as long as it looks clean. Right. And you speak cohesively. We're right, good. right. Short films are so much passion.
0: Interesting. And That's that could so be a cool. good or bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? huh. It's like
1: theater. It could, be, right. it could be horrible or it could be great.
0: Right. Oh, yes. It's always a toss-up. Um, so how did you get into all of this? Like, what led you to be an actor and then we can we should talk definitely talk about mocap and
1: stuff. oh yeah but um
0: Um, what what got you here
1: getting into it i never wanted to be an actor interesting ever i i grew up loving the snl cast in the 90s -hmm. so i would memorize tommy boy wayne's world Mm -hmm. uh, corky romano and i loved putting on a show and making people laugh and i loved writing yeah so it wasn't until i was 19 and speaking of the Craigslist ads I was telling you uh-huh. about, I saw an audition for a horror film. Oh, no. And <laughs> went to this little...
0: And you were <laughs> actually murdered. <laughs> it was
1: frightening yeah. to walk into that building. Uh, <laughs> the writer of that movie and the, and the producer is my current mentor. And it was kind of in this small strip mall. Yeah. Above a, a legal office and a pet store that were right next to each other. So you went inside... Went up these stairs and it was just a cluster of small offices. Man, and it was yeah. It it's because you're a dude. It was a, a any
0: woman su- that setup. was brought there, absolutely not. Red I, flags all over the place. D- in in
1: hindsight, <laughs> I I think we had all talked about it. It's like yeah, it, it fit in our budget. Yeah, but <laughs> no one no one gets cast yeah. next to a red lobster. Yeah, that's a huge huge red <laughs> flag. So I... <laughs> I I walked up, I auditioned for, uh, in this found footage horror movie, the role of the cameraman. Mm -hmm. And I could tell, you know, they were kind of humoring me, asking me if I could grow a a beard. Mm Because I look, right now I look like I'm 22.
0: I mean, Tyler's our diversity hire.
1: He's
0: Asian, black, Swedish, indigenous (laughs) of some kind. Just all of the things. Cherokee. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, so he's got those very youthful looks.
1: Yeah. So at 19, I looked like I was probably 15 or 16 sure and they asked me if I could grow a beard I couldn't and of course I wasn't cast it's just fine but I bugged those guys day after day week after week to be their PA I'll work for free I just want to be involved
0: good for you so uh
1: I rode down with them to a small town called Antonito in southern part of Colorado to make the movie worked as their PA it was Grueling, exhausting, and some of the most fun I've ever had in my life. I still have pictures from it. I love that. Uh, the movie that came out is called Alien Valley. It's on Amazon Prime. It's free, so please nice. check that out. But that was my first foray into working on a set and right. being and everything. And then, middle of class in college, I found out they are casting for The Lone Ranger. Oh! for, for um, extras. This is about a year later, maybe? Wow. So, took a drive down there and put in you know some sample pictures and
0: what was this 10 years ago uh
1: this was 2012 okay Uh, yeah so we go to the the casting call for that and that's what they call a cattle call they'll say hey come in show up there's no real audition you drop off your stuff and you leave okay so i went all the way down springs for that jeez uh everyone or most people who were there were already dressed in fall on period garb oh gee i'm not sure if any of those were cast i feel really bad if they weren't, because it's awesome. <laughs> uh, but then I was an extra on Lone Ranger. and That's awesome. I worked on the, the mining scene. Uh-huh. Uh, did you ever see that? Lone no, Ranger. I didn't. There's a silver mining scene with Will Fickner, Army Hammer, and Johnny Depp. Uh, and we were there watching the explosions. Oh, okay. I got to see Gore Verbinski work behind his tent. And it was just so inclusive and Shit. fun and, That's and so mesmeric. That's cool. That's great. I, I figured, hey, I mean, yeah. why, why not uh, give it a shot? And a family friend named Tom, he was in uh, an agency or affiliated with them. my first agency, uh, in 2012. So he said, hey, come to a free workshop. Uh-huh. Uh, it was the Big Fish Talent Agency, a wonderful agency. At that time, it was ran by uh, Peter Dianello, who was a sweetheart, Okay, super sweet guy. Went to his workshop. I just read a couple lines from a commercial. Just for fun. And afterwards he said, hey, uh, if you want to be a part of this, I'd love to have you be a that's part of our clientele. Awesome. Right then and there. So wow. I had an agent at 20. Never really thought I would yeah. do acting. And yeah. uh, that's what got me started. That's and, really cool. Yeah. It's just been kind of a, a weird winding road since then. Sure.
0: Um, that's one of the things that is another thing I'm kind of grateful for as a stage manager I'm not because even in theater like actors have agents and they have people who kind of hook them up with for auditions or whatever and how do you feel I mean since you got to an agent pretty early on in your career like do you have thoughts on being young with an agent being young Mm. without one like what are the pros and cons do you think and
1: a good question I, I think some of the cons may come from you not knowing sure what the industry is or what your region is like yeah uh, colorado doesn't have any tax incentives so there's not a whole lot of films that come here yeah so if you want to get into film it's probably the wrong place got it but for industrials and short films right. you can work constantly oh
0: cool okay. and it's a
1: really uh really lovely thing about being here in colorado is you don't have to be a national commercial... Right. ...performer. Right. You can go... Uh, there was somebody I knew when I was at Big Fish. We would do Furniture Row commercials uh-huh. all the time. Oh, and there was the same actress doing yeah. her role. And she was the, you know, spokesperson. Right, right. So, uh, I'd say uh, a pro would be to, I guess, research what your region is like. Yeah. And also find out what you'd like to do. Right. When I jumped in, I jumped into any agency. Sure, like, sure. I... Didn't realize until three years ago I auditioned for The Guest that came out six years ago with Dan Stevens. Okay. No idea until, oh, shit. Yeah. That's the thing I was doing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pros, there's plenty of room for work and growth. Right. Um, Cons, not a whole lot of work in Colorado if you're looking for film. Sure. Uh, But does that
0: matter? Like, but does having an agent affect those two things, do you think? Like...
1: I think it, it could, also dependent on, you know, still what you want to do. Sure. So, there are some agencies that are more boutique and want right. to do modeling right. and print, right. and there are some who just want to do, um, okay, you know, video yeah. and and film commercials, industrial stuff, all that.
0: Okay.
1: So definitely make sure. Uh, that's my advice to anyone who's who's young listening to this. If you are listening to this, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, but if you're looking for an agent. Remember, know what you want to do if you're uh, an actor or a model. And also know what the agency offers. Right. Because there's a lot of agencies that say, hey, you know, I can get you into Mm -hmm, this and get you mm -hmm. into that. Make sure they can actually back that up. And if they want any money from you off the top, walk away.
0: Yeah. That's a huge red flag. So
1: um, it's interesting. I'd say in addition to remembering what you want, also realize that there's huge room for growth. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, there are so many people who want to become big movie stars, right? But also find a lot of, you know, happiness just doing industrial right, stuff for right, short films, right? right. Totally. Um, yeah, I I had one more thing, but I can't remember what it was.
0: <laughs> eh, we'll get back to it. If you'll think about it in the middle of something else, probably. Um. Okay, so we've kind of talked about the stuff that you've already done. Mm-hmm. What would your goal be as? you know, you keep pursuing this career. Is there a dream job or, uh, you know, like, do you want to be in a feature film or, you know, is you want to talk about mocap now and kind of talk more about that? What What do you think?
1: Yeah. I'd say the next phase right now is motion capture okay. and, and working in that. Um, I think TV and film are, are great. Yeah. But as far as where I want to go, I think there's a little more, Unfortunately, diversity, mm-hmm. or I guess fortunately, diversity in motion capture. Sure. When I'm cast, I'm cast as uh, you know a gangbanger, right, a no right, do right. no do well, or right. uh, luckily in likable. I was this sort of millennial um, spitfire who just right. expected everything to be yeah. handed to him. But because so... you're not a white man, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not uh, yeah. roughly Caucasian, yeah. my roles are pretty limited, and uh, you know I'm, I don't speak Spanish. Uh, but I look Hispanic, so that causes a lot of problems for right. a lot of casting. Right. Um, you know, I am African American, but I don't look African American. Right. It's just yeah. being ethnically ambiguous is is great, depending on on maybe what kind of work you want to do. So, right. uh, motion capture for those of you who don't know, that is you know very akin to where Andy Serkis started. You know, uh, you know him from Lord of the Rings as Gollum, uh, Planet of the Apes as Caesar. So that's where you're wearing this this leotard with dots all over it and dots all over your face. And you're registering into a computer, into a completely digital landscape. And about a year and a half ago I was given a contract with Deck 9 games to work on two projects with them. Well, three and then COVID hit and they canceled the third one. And that was primarily performance capture. So motion capture, I should probably reiterate, motion capture is the process of movement in a digital space with your body. And then performance capture utilizes your face, so oh, you, have, okay. uh, you have dots all over your face. Oh, and it, it catches everything. everything. Yeah, fascinating. Um, so
0: that's good for like close-ups and yeah, they catch whatnot.
1: so much. Interesting. And, uh, the most recent project I was involved in, I can't talk about it yet, but you can see if it doesn't look like you, you yeah. can see your face moving huh. on a whole other character's face.
0: That's super creepy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a little real
1: or surreal to to look at that too and go, Oh my god. (laughs) So
0: if somebody is shooting motion capture, is it also likely that they'll be doing the performance capture element too for close ups, or is it is performance capture more for things like video games because they're those little shorts and i don't play video games so i don't know yeah
1: i uh sadly i don't play as much either but the uh yeah so let's say for a game they had a spider-man game come out two years ago and for that they had a stunt person doing the motion capture for all this the spidey stuff right And then they had the actual actor in the mocap and performance capture uh, process. So he had the suit and the tracking dots on his face so he can convey the performance. And the second Spider-Man started doing his action stuff, they switched to a stunt person for that. Okay. So it depends on whether or not you are the uh, full embodiment of the character or if, you know, because of insurance or health issues, they don't want you doing all sorts of gotta, acrobatic yeah, stuff yeah, they'll have yeah. somebody else do it interesting it's it's a lot of fun and video games are great for it they're really uh, the the biggest industry using mocap tech yeah but honestly i'd love to work as a, a random character in uh, like a marvel movie mm-hmm. on an alien planet mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. just for a day
0: right 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 uh, be be the cgi but yeah yeah where yeah. you're
1: you're <laughs> You're in this, uh, I don't want to say comfy suit, but you're in a, a costume that's not ill-fitted right, or something super right, tight right. and you can kind of move around and, and goof off right. because in the end it, it may not exactly be your face. Right. So I feel like there's more freedom in that and that's Fine. why I want to navigate into that career Yes. Uh, instead of just TV and film. Cause like I said, I, yeah, I usually get the offers for thug here, thug mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that
0: is fun. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, you you will you will get the opportunity to play more bizarre, mm-hmm. unique characters yeah. if they don't have to use your face and body yeah. as your face and body.
1: It's such a weird yeah. thing. Is casting for film and TV at I least for now? It's yeah it's varying but it becomes a little frustrating sure. so i think making this you change might not the be only one that beneficial complaint. yeah 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 uh there there's a, a myriad of reddit forums and blogs recognizing that <laughs> right. we need a little more diversity right. in our castings
0: um so you kind of mentioned at the beginning of this and i i do think at least in this time mm-hmm. uh starting out this podcast and stuff and time we're living in that is uh covid pandemic um me- talk about like so you said one of your gigs got canceled mm-hmm. because of covid so how else has your life changed and your foresee- foreseeable future been affected by this pandemic and
1: yeah that's it's definitely slowed down a lot mm-hmm. I-, I think once covid restrictions i don't wanna say they were alleviated but mm-hmm. people were going out more I was getting a couple more auditions. I haven't had an audition in two months, maybe. Okay. And it's it's not that bad at all. I think I've gone eight months with that one before. Sure. But right now, everything's in flux. Right. So you can send self-tapes, but now they're thinking, okay, we, we're not going to... From what I've read, they're not taking people from out of state. Mm-hmm. They want to stay a little more local. Mm-hmm. They're The New Mexico market... Couple of months ago, before COVID hit, I heard they were sticking to more local hires mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. and now this just completely obliterated right, chances. Right. So on the negative side, it has put things in a flux, but also on a positive side, it's put thing in a put things in a flux because now you can do self tape auditions. Sure. Uh, I'm taking a, a weekly VO workout podcast or er, a class with Victoria Atkin um, to do more voiceover and motion capture practice. Uh, I'm Really honing in, creating a studio mm-hmm. in, in this office that we're recording in right now, so I can do more self tapes right, and, right. and get more more of a chance. So I think now, you know, the, the horrible part of COVID is that it's completely obliterated that part of our world. Whether mm-hmm. it whether it's theater, or film, we weren't working right for the longest time. But now I'm hearing that voice actors and mocap actors are getting more work. That's They're cool. focusing on that yeah, more than yeah, anything. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of like redirecting yourself after right. a major job recession. Yeah, yeah. What can I do now? And right. it's the reason I left the service industry. Yeah. I said, okay, well, I'm not happy here. Things are changing. I may not get an audition for six months. What can I do? Right. I can learn and and veer more towards voiceover and motion capture work. Yeah. So uh, I'd say, unfortunately, COVID has given me the gift of I guess, complete hindsight. Yeah. Recognizing that certain things weren't working and I need to change my trajectory or, or my work ethic and just go from there. Yeah. So yeah, honestly, I think if it wasn't for COVID, I'd probably still be at the brewery, you know, working.
0: Yeah. I'd
1: still be trying to make something work, but I'm kind of thankful that it forced me to go a different direction. That's awesome.
0: What, um, what was I going to ask?
1: I don't know, what were
0: you <laughs> I have the, the questions right here. Um, oh, I guess, you know, so that's good. So you've kind of t- taken this weird world we're in right now and, mm-hmm. and use it to your advantage. What are other things that you, just as a human, enjoy doing? What, like, you, you like to write, you, you know, mm-hmm. like, talk about... Tyler as Tyler and not Tyler as an actor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler as Tyler is dorky. Yeah. Uh, he loves movies, obscure 90s movies specifically. And I also love, yeah, like I said, I love writing. I've been working on a pilot with my uh, my mentor who was the, the writer of the horror movie I was talking about right, before. Right, right. So we're, we're teaming up on that, trying to figure out how to finish that pilot by the end of this month. Cool. September. Yeah, so by September 30th. And... Uh, let's see what else I, as Steph likes to call me out for. I keep my uh, my Apple AirPod in my right ear, and only in my right ear because I'm constantly listening to uh, movie interviews and uh, just random music.
0: Yeah, I never know if I can talk to him or not when he enters a room. <laughs> if I he comes in and I can only see the right side of his head because there's an <laughs> I, Apple Pod in there, and I'm like. <laughs> Hey buddy, uh, but it's just that one. It's he. He yep. likes to only be half in reality and half not in reality. Apparently.
1: And you should be quiet. This is LA on the phone. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk That's to me. Exactly,
0: kind of what it feels uh, like. That's I, so funny. Well, I,
1: after you said that, I kind of felt like Matthew McConaughey in Tropic Thunder. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, I I love uh, I love drawing. I haven't done that in a while, uh, but you recruited me to. To draw the logo that we have on the site, so I drew our little cartoon faces, and um, so yeah, good. I love working out like a complete bro, a bro that <laughs> loves comic books.
0: He's the, but he's so not a bro, guys. <laughs> it's I, I, you know, those of you who know me would know that I, me and bros are not.
1: Nope.
0: It's we have a, a tenuous relationship. Ty, Tyler's <laughs> yep. like literally a fourth brother for me.
1: Oh yeah. Um. I'm I'm yeah. ten, I'm ten pie blood. Yeah. <laughs>
0: super soft um yeah I mean I think I love hearing all of this I love I love hearing about you know what you're up to and and you know uh Tyler and I have become friends very fast over the past eight 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 months months, um (laughs) because he is dating my roommate who is now also his roommate but um yeah uh so we don't we don't talk like this as often which is and it's kind of nice. I like, you know, yeah. um I, I think... like hearing about your life.
1: Yeah, it's funny. We do this sporadically, but most yeah. of the time it's just insults hurled at one yeah, another. Yeah, pretty
0: much. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or or insults hurled at Patrice. We we like to include yep. her too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's it's a nice triad we have in the house. We can all gang up on each other. It kind of works out nice. <laughs> I
1: think yeah, I think this is definitely like, as you mentioned in the trailer, it's going yeah. to be cathartic. To not only, like, I can't wait to interview you, yeah. but also talk to other people and totally. see. Totally, uh, There's going to be more commonality than right. anything. Right. Whether we're, you know, you're in front of the camera or behind the stage or somebody who's a puppeteer. Sure. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm really excited to see what else we have in store for these interviews. Yeah, it's I just, agree. I don't know. It feels so... I feel like there's a weight off my shoulders. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Just totally. Doing this. Yes,
0: absolutely. That it's it's a way to be creative without getting to do our normal creativity, at least for me. But yeah. um is there anything uh any last bits of advice or anything mm. you wanna promote or um just uh-huh. share with with folks who might be listening?
1: Yeah. Uh well first I wanna promote the weekly VO workouts with Victoria Atkin. Uh, if you haven't checked out Victoria's Instagram page, she has a ton of information on the uh, motion capture and voiceover workout classes that they have weekly. I believe we're in our third week of this current block, but in about three weeks' time, you will be able to sign up for the next block, which could be you know, uh, an audit. You could actually sit in on the classes, or you can actually take the classes. Nice. So, really want to promote that, and uh, promote the boys, Amazon Prime. <laughs> Uh, please
0: (laughs) they they have not given us money for this we're just really obsessed nope
1: we're not sponsored yet (laughs) but definitely check out the boys and yeah uh, that's i guess that's oh uh will (laughs) fredell
0: also yes boy i I, when when i i decided tyler was okay in my book when i learned that he was also a boy meets world fan because that's probably my go-to like Alright, Patrice, Friends is her thing and whatever, yep. but Boy Meets World is my go-to, favorite, That's your early 90s, <laughs> dumb sitcom, still holds up, and Tyler <laughs> also knows all the same jokes, so, and we love Will.
1: Yes. Will, we love you. Please come on the show at some point.
0: Um,
1: Anything you wanted to promote? No. Or
0: plug? I'll do that next week if I have anything, but, or next... Yeah, next episode. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm sure you'll have something.
0: Last minute advice for people oh, yes. in last the same minute. boat as you, or people who are maybe uh, just, starting get, just starting out, or yeah. even people who don't know anything about our industry, and you know, something to tell them about maybe how to support people yeah. in the arts.
1: Uh, so if you if you follow anybody who has, say, a Patreon page or a Kickstarter page, Throw a couple bucks their Mm -hmm. way. Help them out, especially in these times. Mm -hmm. If you are looking to start in this industry from a performer's side, don't do what I did. (laughs) Because I I didn't take any classes. I I learned through experiences, which are good. But I'd say start taking classes. uh, Get with a group and find commonality Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. other people. That way you guys can maybe create a project together that you can promote and that will expose you to agents or managers. Uh, for those of you who are also in the same situation I'm in and you're trying to figure out a new route in your career on the art side, go with what scares you the most. Mm-hmm. I was scared to leave my, my serving job. Uh, I was scared to start training again and the COVID mm-hmm. pandemic. And I was scared to really redirect into motion capture. But... I think if you go with that fear, you're driven to do better, at least try harder. Sure, sure. So if you have, you know, a, a script you really want to act out, yeah, do it through Instagram. Yeah. You know, do the, what they did with Princess Bride. Yeah. They had people just do different scenes. If you have any project you want to do creatively, do it. Like, I I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted to do our Supernatural podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I wanted to do a Smallville podcast that we won't talk about. Because... <laughs> That just became a huge chore. But yeah. Uh, yeah, if you have a creative outlet and you're not working the same way you want to right now, right. go with that outlet. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just, just do it. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's what we've done. Yeah. And we already feel a little bit better about our current situation. So <laughs> just by doing this. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, just go with your gut and follow that fear. Yeah. That's what I would I'd yeah have to say to everybody because
0: very often actually it's funny i was just listening to one of my favorite podcasts my favorite murder today and i'm <laughs> i know he makes fun of me <laughs> me and patrice listen to it but um yeah. it was uh, and i'm super behind on episodes i'm at least a month or a uh, month and a half behind oh, um wow. but something that one of the hosts georgia said today that um Either Karen had said to her, the other host, and it might, might have even been Karen's therapist that said this to <laughs> Karen, who then told Georgia. Um, uh, very often, nervousness and excitement mm-hmm. are the exact same um, uh, feeling and like produce the same results. So very often, the fear you're feeling, you're either clinging on to what you know, even though you hate it, mm-hmm. but it could also just be if you let go of that and it becomes excitement for what's to come. So yeah, I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I think that's, uh, that's our time.
0: It is our time. It was great. This is yeah. an awesome first episode. Um,
1: it's a good turnout. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah, guys. Yeah,
0: Thanks for listening. Um, next week will be my turn to talk about me. So I know we're going to, everyone's going to be ready for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, I will, uh, yeah, I'll share my uh, experiences as a stage manager in the great wide world of theater. Um,
1: of which she will wear a headset the entire time.
0: Uh, <laughs> sure. It won't work, but it'll, it'll, I'll put it on just to channel, a picture. channel the energy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks so, so again for listening. Please uh, follow us um, on Facebook and on Instagram. We are... PWRP podcast on both mm-hmm. of those um also make sure we should be by the time this is aired we should be on Apple podcast Stitcher Google podcast Amazon uh what else did we do Spotify Spotify yeah. so um you know and and share share this with people you know we really do want to reach a lot of people mm-hmm. not just because we want to become rich and famous though that would be nice um
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least a sponsorship yeah, uh, from right. a um, vegetable company. yeah
0: right no um but we just you know it, times are tough and so we really yeah. just want um people to have something fun to listen to and and um you'll get used to how loud i am and how loud my laugh is i promise
1: um <laughs> don't worry hopefully the volume is fixed <laughs> we uh and also like this is definitely something, we're, we're reaching out to people to yes. bring them on the show. Yes. If you're listening to this and you want to be a part of it, send us a message yep. at uh, PWRP Podcasts on Instagram. Yep. And our uh, website, or yep. website, our email.
0: Is Pod at Gmail.
1: Yes. So send us a message through either one of those yes. m- uh, mediums and we'll get back to you ASAP because For we want sure. you on the show. We want to talk to as many people as we can. Yes, And really just, I don't know, catch up with. Everybody who's in our current situation. Yeah. And yeah. See other want to hear your story. So. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, until next time, you've been listening to Pretend World's Real People. Thanks so much, Tyler.
1: Thank you, Stephanie.
0: Bye. Bye.